19. You're listening to the following program on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network, where independent creators and fans of fantasy, sci-fi, horror, and gaming meet to create, stream, and support the shows that they love. Creator-distributed, fan-supported, that's TFN. Find this and many more great programs at watch.thefantasy.network slash audio. Nocturne Boulevard. Nocturne Boulevard? Not far. When you hit Howard, hang a right. Howard meets Philip at a weird kind of angle. Then you cross James and Paul. You can't miss Nocturne. It's just past the automatic. 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Your address for suspenseful stories of the speculative, strange, and supernatural. Tonight's story is The Leech. Adapted from a story by Phillips Barbie. Hungry. Empty. Yes. This is 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Won't you step inside? Did you have any trouble finding it? What do you mean, what kind of a place is it? Why, it's a professor's rural retreat. Circa 1952. Can't you tell? Where's the prof? I have to talk to him. You can give me his mail, young man. But this is big news. If it's school business... It's not. It can still wait. This is Professor Michael's resting week, and you know it. Bad enough that those army convoys have to drive by at all hours of the day and night. Wait! Oh, heck. (sighs) Connors, what the devil are you on about? Oh, Professor! Say, I'm awfully sorry to disturb you, but there's something damn funny out in the ditch. Ditch? Oh, you. I told him to go, Professor. It's all right, Miss Jones. I'll handle this. Dinner in half an hour. You know how you get when you don't eat. So, the ditch. Did you hear me? There's something weird. Of course I heard you. You found a pixie. Feed him some milk and go away. No, sir. I think it's a... a... a rock. A rock. In the road. How quaint. But, sir, I... What is your job, Frank? Sir? If you don't know, then perhaps I should hire someone else. I'm to keep everyone off you while you relax. See to the mail, the shopping. And does any of that involve spotting rocks? No. Warning me of rocks? No. Protecting me from rocks? No, but... So move the rock and get on with your daily tasks. But, sir, I tried. See? What? What? Young man, what on God's green earth did you do to my shovel? I didn't do anything. The rock thing did. 
you for just nothing, but look, two inches, it melted two inches right off, that, <laughs> that, you can see it better up close, shh, do you hear anything, no, I mean, not beyond birds and things, neither do I, so, well, it's indicative of something, isn't it, you have a notebook on you, no, Anything to write on? Uh, no. Just, just your mail. Here. No, no, no. Ah, here. They won't notice if I don't respond. Okay. We have what appears to be a round item of a stone-like appearance. Grayish black and striated. Gotcha. Sitting in the ditch nearest edge, say, three feet off the road. It's a bit farther than that, isn't it? I wouldn't say so. Okay. About the size of a truck tire. No, really. Now, I think you have your proportions mixed up. Oh. Think I'm getting senile or something? No, just... Just is not quantifiable. Just spit it out. It was smaller before. How much smaller? I don't know. An inch, maybe? But definitely smaller. Find me a stick. A stick? Here. Don't touch it. I'm not planning to. Not yet. As you observe, I'm drawing a line approximately three inches beyond the edge of the thing. Three inches. Got it. Now we'll have something to measure by in case it grows again. Right. Now, let's see what happens. It's not unyielding. The shovel seems to sink in. Oh, no, it's not. What? Aha, you're right. It's not sinking in, it's being melted away. Gives the same impression. Odd how the mind interprets things. I think it just got bigger. Really? I was watching, and I think it swelled a little. Could be heat waves. I suspect something like this would reflect like asphalt, but let's test it. The shovel's not good for much anymore anyway. Don't touch it. My hand is nowhere near touching it. I merely want to see if it'll... Look, it's getting larger. I can see it. But it generates no appreciable heat. Odd. I would assume some sort of acidic chemical reaction, which would almost invariably generate heat. And it grew just a fraction of an inch. I was paying attention to other things. Do you see it? Swelling? I doubt there was enough left of that handle to do much. What else? Uh, rocks? Um... Sound thinking. Isn't that just about the darndest thing you ever saw, Professor? What do you think it is? It's no stone. I'm going to phone the college and ask a physics man about it, or a biologist. I'd like to get rid of that thing before it spoils my lawn. <sighs> Fall, food lie, food moist, moist.
Is it? You better have a brilliant explanation for this. Absolutely vital. Professor Michaels knows. I'm coming. It had better be particularly important to drag me away from Mrs. Jones's bacon. And Mrs. Jones better leave you boys to your business and see to her bacon before it all sizzles away. It's nearly 18 feet across. The thing? Yep. I was trying some acids on it yesterday, and nothing even seemed to ruffle it. None of them? Nope. I'll finagle a bacon sandwich or two, and we'll head out presently. So small. How is one so small? One was large. One was large. One was grand. Minuscule. Seems the larger it gets, the faster it grows. Not surprising, if what I suspect is happening is true. What's that? Say it absorbs whatever it touches. The more surface area, the more it can touch, the more it can absorb. That's not good. It's like some kind of bleach. I don't know if I would characterize it so narrowly just yet, Frank. Good morning, Sheriff. Morning. What the devil is this? Don't know. Just showed up. Ha ha. We gotta get it out of the road. Something like this, you can't let block the road. Arby's gotta use this road. We didn't. Shh. Terribly sorry. Uh, go right ahead and move it, Sheriff, but be careful. It's hot. Hot? Close enough. You'll just be able to... Shouldn't we, uh, warn him? Where's the... We'll stop him if he goes to touch it, but if he doesn't see for himself, he'll never buy it. Oh... Deputy Jerry there, cheetah. <laughs> Ready to listen yet, Sheriff? <laughs> what? Hey, look, now we'll get some action. That's rather what I'm afraid of. More energy. More food. Need. Senses very dim. Thoughts very dim. can't block this road. Clear that away. Sorry, it's not ours, and we can't seem to do anything with it. What in Sam Hill is it? A leech. A what? Simply a name to refer to it by. We have no real idea what it is. But you've tried moving it. Every way we could think of. Crowbar? Didn't help. Blowtorch? More or less, no effect. Gunshot? Sad to say. Driver, 
Right over that thing. But, sir, shh. We have to stop him. You thought the sheriff was bad having to see it first. This is the military. Oh. I didn't tell you to stop. Uh, I didn't stop it, sir. Get moving. It's it, it, it stalled out, sir. General, pardon me, but if you look closely, you'll see that the tires are melting down. Yikes. Driver, driver, jump clear. Don't touch any of that gray stuff. Hi, this is Arif Silverman, and I wanted to let you know that my radio play, Black Blade, is now available to stream on the Fantasy Network. The play chronicles the apex of a decades-long witch hunt and includes ancient forests, wyverns, and magic swords. A diverse cast of characters and team members tell a subversive, timely story about a world racked with political and environmental struggles. I hope you'll tune in. Chassis already. How fast can it eat? You are keeping track, aren't you? Sure thing, Professor. It's been about three minutes, give or take a few. Make a note. Frank needs a stopwatch. Oh, (laughs) okay. Right. You called this thing a leech, Professor? Uh, As I said, it is nothing but a name to refer to it by. But it is leeching, far as I can tell. Eating anything that gets near it. Which bodes rather ill for the underside. Who's that? You're only thinking about things that get near it on the top. Who knows how far below this thing may have eaten away the dirt or even the bedrock. Dirt and stones do seem to digest a bit slower. You've been experimenting with it, eh? Did you by any chance make this thing with one of your experiments, Professor? First, General, I'm not that type of scientist. I'm a professor of anthropology. I do, however, understand scientific method and felt that if we established some parameters up front, such as rate of growth, speed of dissolution, etc., we may be able to more easily convince some of my hard science colleagues to come out and have a look. So you said. You did that on purpose, didn't you? Did what? Oh, no. Don't play innocent. I've seen you lecture some until their eyes glazed over before this. <laughs> well... And there goes Ariel. You! Uh, sir, yes, sir. Go back and have some men bring up some hand grenades and dynamite. Yes, sir. That will get it. I'm not so sure. I don't know what you've got here, but it's not going to stop a U.S. Army convoy. I pray he's right. Thinking more. Thinking more. Sensing more. Hungry.
Well, I never. Did you get everything moved out all right? Well, yes. But I've cooked for you in that very house for nearly ten years now. Where am I supposed to feel at home? Where are you? There may not be a problem for long. There goes the front porch. Who would have thought such a terrible thing could spread so darn far? The government surely didn't. It looks like one of them... What's the word? Blasted heath. Yes, that's exactly what a blasted heath would look like. Or a cooled lava flow. Either way, it's pretty darn blasted. Blasted leech. I do wish people would stop calling it that. Pardon me, sir. General O'Donnell would like to see you at the command post. Right. I already know the end of this little melodrama. Uh, see to it that Miss Jones gets back to the city, will you? Sir, I'm supposed to escort you. But to I know where I'm going. She does not. Yes, sir. over there? Perimeter. It's barbed wire. Half mile out. I doubt the barbed wire is making all that noise. Them? Reporters. Rubbermakers. Professor! Assistance? You need assistance? Just my assistant. Let him in, would you? Uh, I, I don't have any orders. Well, he takes all my notes, so I guess I'll have to stay within earshot, which ends about here. But the general... Will it be easier to move the general or my assistant, do you think? Mm. I've been put in charge of Operation Leech, uh, Professor, and... My assistant. He is also the one who found this thing in the first place. Absolutely indispensable. Hi. Is he trustworthy? Think of him as my right arm. The one he writes with. You're a professor, right? Yes, anthropology. Good. I'd like you to stay around in an advisory capacity. I'd appreciate your observations on the enemy. I think this is more in the line of a physicist or a biochemist. I don't want this place cluttered up with scientists. <laughs> but he isn't. Don't get me wrong. I have the greatest appreciation for science. I am, if I say so, a scientific soldier. I'm always interested in the latest weapons. You can't fight any kind of a war anymore without science. Of course not. But I can't have a team of longhairs poking around this thing for the next month holding me up. My job is to destroy it by any means in my power and at once. I'm going to do just that. I don't think it'll be that easy. That's what you're here for. Tell me what the problem is, and I'll figure out how to solve it. Usually a scientist's job. Uh, very well. As far as I can figure out this thing... The leech. It isn't really a... It's the code name. I'm the one who called it that in the first place. The leech appears to be an organic mass energy converter, and a frighteningly efficient one. I'm guessing here, and keep in mind this really isn't my area... Get on with it. It appears to convert external mass into energy, then back into its own eternal mass... 
Now, how this takes place, I do not know. The leech is not protoplasmic. It may not even be cellular. So we need something big against it. That's all right, then. I've got plenty of big stuff here. Oh, boy. I don't think you understand me. Let me rephrase. The leech eats energy. It will consume any energy weapon you use against it. And what happens if it keeps on eating? I think it'll only be limited by its food source. So when it runs out, we'll all be sick. When it runs out, we'll all be gone. Senses growing. Feel moving food. City food. Food near. Food far. Waiting for food to come I insist you contact some physicists, biologists, and chemists, too. Give them a chance to figure out how to nullify it. I can give you some names. I don't have time to wait while a passel of scientists wrangle. I have this axiom. Muster enough force and anything will give. Anything. (laughs) Military thinking. Thanks. But I'm not that kind of... Don't sell yourself short, Prof. And don't underestimate the army. We have massed under North Hill, right over there, the greatest accumulation of energy and radioactive weapons ever assembled in one spot. I bet even this leech won't withstand the full force of all that. Professor? I suppose it could be possible to overload the thing. I'll go give some orders. We're going to crack that leech in half. Did he listen to a single word you said? Uh, He is military. Then why are you... We even here. I fear the general wants to be able to say he consulted a scientist. I'm convenient since I can't possibly have a relevant opinion. might better be described as a type of hovering. Over and out. Where did it go? The damn fools. Why'd they have to panic? You'd think they'd never been trained. They couldn't exactly expect that. Where? North Hill. Our armory. (laughs) That's a whole mile away. At least. Sixty-seven men died, and the leech just jumped there. I still say it hovered. It definitely moved with some sort of self-propulsion. I'll write that down. The way it looked, it floated across the sky, blocking out the sun, and then when it reached its goal, it simply stopped. How can you be so clinical about this? I, uh, I... It's our job to take notes for the scientists you will eventually have to call in. So Those eggheads made up their minds yet? 
We've had to evacuate six nearby farms. It's not like choosing a tie. But they're the experts. No one's an expert on this. It's never happened before. The physicists consider it a biological matter, and the biologists seem to think the chemists should have the answer. We can't even agree on whose problem it is. It's the military's problem. I don't give a hang what the thing is. I just want to know how to destroy it. They'd better give me permission to use the bomb. Will that work? Well, I, I have a theory. Yes? Which I hope will remain a theory. How can I make notes if you don't tell me? The bomb might overload it, might destroy it, or give it what it needs to grow big enough to devour the entire continent sooner. Still talking. Ah! I've been pushing for the bomb for a week now, and I'll get it, but not until they run out of double talk. <laughs> Could be a while. I am going to destroy that leech. I am going to smash it if it's the last thing I do. It's gone beyond national security now. This is personal. I knew you shouldn't have named it. Why? Once you name something, you get to thinking you know it. And no matter how much you think you won't, you start applying traits to it, anthropomorphizing it, attaching motives and feelings to it. Well, who says it doesn't feel? It does. Here come the bright boys now. So Yes? This is 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Won't you step inside? What do you mean, what kind of a place is it? It's anything you want it to be. And it's streaming on the Fantasy Network in TFN Audio. The Fantasy Network. Creator distributed. Fan supported. Just a minute. I'll hack off a sample. Ha! Have you figured out some scientific way of killing it? Oh, that wasn't difficult at all. Really? Wrap it in a perfect vacuum. That'll do the trick. Or blow it off the Earth with anti-gravity. Can they really? Don't be silly. Failing that, we suggest you use your atomic bombs and use them fast. Yes! Is that the opinion of the entire think tank? Yes. He should have called us immediately. There's no time to consider anything but force now. Have you come to any conclusions about the nature of this thing? Only general ones. Very much in line with your notes and conclusions. As you mentioned, it's a perfect converter. It can transform mass into energy and energy into mass. Naturally, that's impossible, and I have figures to prove it. We're positing that this thing was in some dormant spore stage until it was pulled in by the Earth's gravity. Incidentally, we should be damn grateful that it didn't land in the ocean. We'd have been eaten out of house and home. Yeah, literally. Before we even knew what we were looking for. I wonder how long it'll take him to get permission to use the bomb. Slow, bro. Hungry. No, bro. Don't. 
Brigadier General, with all due respect, sir, how many more scientists can there be? We've been waiting for... Washington had to explore every alternative before detonating an atomic bomb in the middle of New York. So now I can use the bomb? We need some time to evacuate people in an orderly fashion. Sir, this leech is still growing. We have to stop it before it gets out of hand. Bit late for that. Shh, he's doing the best he can. We've signed you out five bombs. Use them well. But not until the order comes through. Slowing, drowsing, waiting. There was no way to know. This was supposed to kill it. At least there was no fallout. I'm sure it ate that, too. I have to kill it, do you hear me? The blasted thing has spread all the way to the Adirondack. What next? More bombs? I don't think it's advisable. If we throw enough at it to crack it, we might crack open the Earth's crust. The leech has to be blown up quick. What are the bright boys edging for? They don't know what will happen. The concentration of bombs it would require... Perhaps they'd like me to order a bayonet attack? They've got to do something. That's frustrating. I keep feeling like I should be doing more, but this simply isn't my area of expertise. That thing thrives on force, and the scientists don't have the time to consider any alternatives. Fight fire with fire? But it's not fire. Fire is fickle. Fire is Loki. Fire is a trickster. This thing is, is... Where the heck are the scientists? We finished the calculations. Good. I'll call in the strike. There's a damn good chance of splitting the Earth wide open with that much power. You have to take chances in war. He doesn't even care. He cares. He just doesn't care about that. Hercules himself couldn't turn the general from his course. Hear us out. Your own calculations show that the leech is now growing at 20 feet per hour. So how much time is that before it reaches this post? He's got a point. And speeding up. Hercules. Something... But but this can't be done in haste. Aha! What? I may have a counteroffer. Does it involve me blowing up the leech? It's a very dim chance, but... Yes? Have you ever heard of Antaeus? More large, more thought, more memory. Large rock and dirt and stone. Food Huge mass of combustibles, light and heat and energy, food, true joy, then all dark, cold, empties, nothing remains. Dying, 
So that's what a drone looks like. Pretty much like any other rocket ship. The pilot just happens to be over there in the tent. I hope you're right about this, Professor. The calculations all validate the hypothesis. If what you said about the creature's motivational capability is accurate... <laughs> there it goes! Straight up! Son of a biscuit! It's... it's enormous! You can look at it later. I keep worrying that I've missed something. But the, the leech is gone, Professor. Right up and out of the atmosphere. There's no way to be sure it won't come back. Everybody's going to be watching for the leech. Please don't call it that. <laughs> what then? Antaeus? Who's that anyway? Greek mythology. Son of Gaia and Poseidon. The earth goddess and the sea god. He was an invincible wrestler, drawing his strength from the earth. Apron strings... Even in mythology. <laughs> well, Hercules had to wrestle him, and every time Hercules threw him to the ground, he rose refreshed. Didn't Hercules know about the Earth? He figured it out. After that, he just held Antaeus up in the air until he gave up. Come on, join me in some champagne. Even you brainy folks can use a little celebration. Maybe just a sip. Don't mind if I do. Be there in a minute. The fighter rocket ship they sent up will just keep... Leading it around in space till it gets tired and drops dead? Better. It's going to take it right into the sun. Big or not, that damn thing can't eat that. Lord, I hope not. How's that ship, pilot? Just reach the orbit of Mercury, sir. Fine. Fine. I swore to destroy that thing. Not the way I wanted to do it. Too far out to see it go up with my own eyes. If I had a choice, it would be more personal. But the important thing is the destruction. Destruction is at times a sacred mission. Man, I feel wonderful. Turn the rocket. Turn it. What the devil? Considering the rate of growth, energy consumption capacity, and speed versus projected energy retention, figuring in the energy it will receive from the sun as it approaches... Speak English. It's going to devour the sun. Turning, sir. Uh, oh, thank goodness. Oh, thank goodness. 
Uh, take it out of right angles to the plane of the solar system. So the blob is the leech, and the dot is the ship? Yes. What portion of the sky would the leech be in just now? Somewhere out in that section. Just over that tree. Fine. Soldier, carry out your orders. Yes, sir. What? Wait, orders? What are you... The dot is slowing down. The blob is catching up. Orders. General, what are you up to? I told you this was a personal matter. I swore to destroy that leech. We can never have any security while it is live. I've had that ship specially built. To do what precisely? Shall we look at the sky? Soldier. Three seconds, sir. Push the button. Yes, sir. Is something supposed to... Whoa! Not a good idea to look directly at the explosion. What did you do? That rocket was built around a hydrogen bomb. I set it off at the contact moment. How come there's no sound? Thought there'd be a loud bang or something. Is it like thunder? Sound doesn't travel in a vacuum. We're anthropologists. Anything on the radar? No, not a speck, sir. Men and scientists, I have met the enemy and he is mine. Let's have some more of that champagne. I wish I was that sure. Stranger, we have enough of those already. Tonight's episode, The Leech, was adapted by Julie Hoverson from a short story by Phillips Barbie, as originally printed in Galaxy Science Fiction, December of 1952. This story was found at the Project Gutenberg website at www.gutenberg.org and is considered to be in the public domain. In tonight's episode, Professor Michaels was Grant Pachoco of The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Frank Connors was Brian Hendrickson. Mrs. Jones was Kimberly Poole of Warped Space. Sheriff Flynn was Glenn Hallstrom. General O'Donnell was Chuck Burke. The Brigadier General was H. Keith Lyons. The two scientists, Allenson was Carrie Ayers, and Moriarty was Elise Crowick. Other soldiers 
included Carrie Ayers, John Carroll, Lothar Tuppen, and Mark Olson. The Leech was voiced by Suzanne Dunn, James Sedgwick, Will Watt, and Julie Hoverson. All episode music was from Ghost Sonata, the original theremin composition by Mr. Scott 99, as found on YouTube and used with permission. There will be a link on the episode page. Sound and mastering was done by Julie Hoverson. Sound effects were found on soundsnap.com, onesoundfx.com, and sonomic.com. Sound effects also from the footage firm. The opening theme was by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. The opening credits featured Cole Hornaday, Renaud LaBeouf, and Julie Hoverson. All persons, places, and events in this story were fictitious or used in a fictitious manner and are not meant to reflect any persons, places, or things, living, dead, or undead. Questions? Comments? We would love to hear from you. Contact us at 19nocturnatlive.com, that's 19nocturne, or check out our website at www.19nocturneboulevard.com. This presentation is copyright 2011 to Julie Hoverson and Reality Productions and is released under a Creative Commons non-commercial license. Spread the show around, but don't try to make money off it. But that's a whole mile away. Oh, what was me? What a jackass. Fancy pants Mr. Know-it-all trying to make me feel stupid, mother puss bucket. <laughs>